0: Welcome to the Knowles Development Podcast, an exploration in leadership development. I'm your host, Brad Knowles. Now let's dive in. Welcome to the Knowles Development Podcast. We're going to dive into a topic today of perception as reality. You know, this is something that comes into play in business all of the time, especially in the interaction with the people who work with us, our vendors, and also our customers. So there's a lot of material that I want to cover here, but I also want to lay a little bit of a groundwork kind of foundation to our conversation. And I wanted to give us two definitions to keep in mind as we dive into this perspective is reality, or I'm sorry, perception is reality. I want to dive first into perspective. So let's just listen to what the definition of perspective is. A particular attitude toward or way of regarding something. A point of view. One's perspective is not necessarily the truth. Truth is ground-level fact, right? You can have all the perspective you want, but gravity is gravity, and it's going to pull you down, sister, right? Whereas you can have perspective about uh, something that happened, you have perspective about a conversation, you can have perspective about all that stuff, but it's just a piece of the puzzle. It's just a point of view. It's not necessarily the entire picture. And we all have to, A, own our perspective, and B, be cognizant and sympathetic to other people's perspective. So that's point one. Point two, definition two is perception the state of being or process of becoming aware of something through the senses. You've got five senses, your perceptions are developed through what you experience through your five senses. So you've got perception and you've got perspective. And the first thing I wanna throw out there is a challenge. I wanna challenge each of us to understand that with perspective and with perception, we have to take into account that everybody out there, including ourselves, has filters or lenses with which we see the world. So it could be any number of things, our upbringing, you know, how, how well traveled we are, level of education, you know, painful experiences in the past, you know, bad customer experience, bad employment experience. I mean, all sorts of stuff can have an influence on the lenses in which we see the world. And here's a second complementary aspect of that. And we touched on this recently. How our mind sees the world is how our mind's going to filter the new information that we get. In other words, it's really hard to change that lens. If this is a lens that I've developed to see the world through, it actually is going to keep things out even though i might be looking right at them so even though it might be in my purview i might be seeing it if it doesn't jive with how i already agree that the world works it's going to be hard for that to get through my lens so we got to understand that not only do are we wired that way everybody we come in contact with is wired that way right how they take in information is effectively biased out of the gate. So here's how I would challenge us all to look at this perspective. um, Second time. Perception is reality. Your perception is your reality. Or their perception is their reality. It's not a right or wrong thing. It's, It's factual in that they really believe it. And that's something that from the business side, we cannot disregard. If a customer is unsatisfied because they how they were treated by somebody in our organization, no matter how much we want to fight with them, it isn't going to change the fact that their perception is they're unsatisfied by how our employee treated them. So we just have to take that as kind of a ground level understanding of where they are. Now, does that mean I have a terrible employee and that person needs to be fired? No, not necessarily. It absolutely could be a perspective problem, right? Maybe the employee thought the person was in a rush, so they were trying to keep the interaction short because the person made it seem like they wanted to go on their merry way, as it were. But the person who was the customer was trying to get more information, and they feel like the person was being glib or just kind of writing them off. Both perspectives are accurate, but we can see where the miscommunication, where the disconnect is. And this is a good time to remind everybody. Every single Shakespearean comedy basically is based off of one or maybe a few miscommunications. So you have one or a couple miscommunications that then lead to a a two-and-a-half-hour-long play of all this miscommunication, all this tension, all this humor, all these kerfafels, until finally at the last moment, all the right people are in the right place to realize what the miscommunication was, and then everybody gets married. Okay, That's like every Shakespearean comedy. But it goes to speak to, for the last four or 500 years, and probably for as long as humans have been around, miscommunication is just bound to happen. And this is one of the things that really drives it. We don't understand that our perspective is just that it's our perspective. It's not the ground level truth to the world. And our perception is very similar. So what we've got to understand as a business owner is what do we do with that? They have their perception and it is their reality. Now what? Well, let's start by setting better expectations. What are the expectations you're setting for potential customers before they've ever even met you? I want to give you an example of the car dealership that I do a fair amount of business with. Their thing is easy. Like if you walked into their dealership, the one word you would see over and over again, you'd hear it on their stuff, you'd see it on their paperwork. It's easy. They strive to make the car buying and the car maintenance aspect of your life easy. Well, wouldn't that be great if car buying and car maintenance were easy? So that's what they're striving for. And I had an experience there recently that went like this. Went in for an oil change, and I wanted to check the tire pressure on my car. Should have been about an hour. Four hours later, I'm finally getting my car back. Now, does that sound like easy? No, it doesn't. But they strive for easy. Right. So my perception was, hey, you said this was going to be easy. Where did they show up? There's a disconnect there. That's the perception I'm walking into this conversation. Now, here's the genius behind this. The guy behind the counter knows it. He knows that they haven't lived up to it. So what does he do? My whole bill was free. And oh, by the way, they didn't just fix the tire and do the oil change. They also had put a new battery in and checked a bunch of other stuff that had come up. They were being really proactive on a bunch of stuff. But what they failed to do was communicate it through the process and ask like, hey, you got the time. Can we, you mind if we go a little bit deeper here? So understand by by doing it that way, I walked out of there with still this great perception of that business. Hey, sometimes people come up short. I get it. Did they still do everything they could to make it as easy as possible for me? You're darn right they did. And they did a great job. So what are you doing right now to set expectations with your customer or potential customer so when they come in and experience what you offer, they're at least having a perception and a perspective that that has been met in an ideal world, you're going at least one step up beyond it. You're one plusing it, right? You're setting an expectation of X, we're going to do that, and we're going to find a way to one-plus it. They didn't need to give me the whole bill for free, but they now know, like, I'm coming back there the next time. Not a problem, not a hesitation. I would argue, and I've argued this before, I would argue this is one of the reasons that Walmart is actually as successful as they are. When you think about the low-cost leader, what kind of service are you expecting when you walk into that store? Low-cost leader. Is the place even going to be clean? What about the knowledgeable aspect of the staff? What about, like, is stuff going to be on the shelves or is it kind of hit or miss? Because, you know, they're only getting the best deals that they can. All of those things we experience at other low-cost leaders, many of which are no longer in business because it was a crappy consumer experience. But every time I walk into Walmart, there's a nice person there saying, welcome to Walmart. That's not really part of my expectation when I see low-cost leader. And the store is clean, the store is bright, and every time I want to get something that is a commodity that is carried there, they always have it. They set a very low expectation and they exceed it. This isn't about where you set the expectation. It's about picking an area you're going to commit to and finding ways to exceed it. This is a way that I think we can get in front of their perception being their reality and having the outcome be what it is that we're actually looking for. We want their reality when they walk away to be, wow, that place was great. Wow, they were wonderful to work with. Wow, I love the people in that organization. Wow, we love doing business with them. We love them as a vendor. We love them as a, you see what I'm saying? Their perception is their reality. So if we can do a better job framing what the expectation is prior to them even interacting with us, and then not only delivering on that, but exceeding that, it is very challenging for somebody to have a poor experience. Now, here's the last thing I would say. Sometimes you may find in your organization that you need to do a better job empowering the people of your organization to make it right. Here's what I know. The guy at the car dealership, he didn't have to go find the manager. He didn't have to go find the service director. He didn't have to go find anybody. That company has empowered him to make that decision on the fly because it's the right thing to do for the customer. That's powerful. That's really powerful. You know what has to be in place in your organization for that to happen? You have to trust the people you're in business with, which speaks to your hiring process which speaks to your training process. That does not happen overnight. That is a massive level of commitment to the quality of people and quality of service that you're going to deliver. Where on that spectrum do you have work to do? Are you in business with people who you could hand the keys of your organization over to in that kind of fashion? Have you spent the time training them so that they can make those kind of decisions on the fly? We had that recently with a customer. Right. We had an experience where we weren't able to deliver on what we had hoped for various reasons. There were things that were going on that made it such where, you know, we had to change things kind of on the fly last minute. We communicated well up front, you know, made sure everybody understood it up front, you know, delivered on what we were able to now promise and deliver on. I was able to follow up with our customer after the fact. And in conversation, I got the sense that, yes, everything went well. But and though I couldn't get them to put the finger on the butt, what I gleaned was they still weren't like over the moon satisfied. So I just called it out on the phone. It sounds to me like, you know, you're not 100% 100 satisfied with this situation. What can we do to make it right? And honestly, whatever they said, I was going to do. If it was refund all the freaking money, I was going to refund the money. What's the point of having one pissed-off customer out there? Because one's going to turn into 15 really quickly. Whatever they suggest, whatever they throw out there, yes. Yes is the answer. I forget the exact story, but there's a famous story about somebody returning tires to a department store. And the owner of the department store happened to be present at the time and said, absolutely, we'll take him back. Would you pay for him? Pay the guy back. Duh, duh, duh. You know, and after the customer left, the you know person at the desk was like, what are you doing? We don't even sell tires. It's like, yeah, that's not our problem. The customer thought that they bought them there and was unhappy, right? Were we going to get anywhere by telling them like, no, you're wrong? Their perception was their reality. How are you setting expectations? What are you doing to fill your organization with people who you can empower to make those kinds of decisions on the fly? to have the reality of your customers, your vendors, and your employee experiences be above and beyond what they were hoping it would be. Thank you so much for joining us for this podcast. We'll see you soon. Bye-bye.